0: Ask a women's library, mixing the colours, women speaking about sectarianism, Women's womenslibrary.org.uk Smelly Catholic by Helen McKinvan I'm no a big Wayne. After the summer holidays, I'll be starting high school, but I'm still not allowed to stay in the house myself. When I got in for school, my mum said she had to do an extra shift at the chippy, and I was to go up to my gran's for my tea. It was a pure ready. Why could I not just wait for my dad to finish his overtime? She told me to whist, zipped up her overall, and was gone. On Tuesdays, my gran always makes stovies, and the thought of a dollop of mushed up lawn sausage. Onions and tatties gave me the dry bulk. And I was dreading the walk to my grand's house on my tod. I laid my school uniform on the back of a chair, but it wouldn't make a difference if I was wearing my blazer or no. If the proddy boy spotted me, I'd get battered. But I had a plan. If I walked right round the edge of the scheme, I could avoid cutting through Spence Street. It would take an extra ten minutes, but it was worth it to avoid bumping into the gang who hung about outside the packy shop. Apart from the chimes of an ice cream van in the distance, the scheme was quiet. Most folk would be eating their tea in front of the telly. Was it worth chancing it and taking a shortcut? I was bursting for a pee, And neighbours would be starting soon. I decided to risk it. I turned the corner and almost ran into the beast. It was a -a bandit dug on the loose. Most of the scheme dugs are a cross between an owl station and a wolf, and they give them away at the bandit Dug shelter in Stirling. This shin had shoulders as wide as my dad's. I didn't move. My dad tellt me, if a bandy dog ever came near me, I wasn't to run away screaming like a silly wee lassie. Dogs can smell fear. I stood still like I was playing musical statues. I'm not a big wane. It bared its yellowy teeth, daring me to pass him, and a sleeveer hanging off its rubbery black lip, in the pavement. My dad was talking mince. It looked like it was ready to pounce, when a crabby-looking wifey marched in her front path and bawled, "Buster, come here!" And the dog bolted across the road again. Once Buster had followed his mammy inside, the street was deserted, and there was nobody standing outside the parkies. In minutes, I'd bet my grands, and if I managed to clear my plate of stovies get a chalk ice I could almost hear the chocolate crack and feel the vanilla ice cream melting my tongue it was magic until smoke filled my nostrils further along the street I could see them the gang were huddled together in a space between the houses, where folk let their dogs crap and wains made dens in amongst the bushes the leader of the gang was the windy cleaner's son. I'd since seen him and his dad on Thursday nights. They went round the scheme, collecting the windy money, wearing match and ranger tops. His dad's called Sash. Plays the flute on the orange walk and has a Union Jack flag flying through the roof of the shed. Everybody in the scheme, Ken Sash. He does not do our windies. Catholics have to clean the rain I recognised the other boys' faces too and I can't avoid them they didn't go to St Joe's and they were the same gang that came to my house last week they were just as fierce looking as Buster but standing still wasn't an option this time the proddy boys had gathered all bits of wood and cardboard to make a bonfire Sashie's son twisted strips of newspaper and stuffed them underneath the pile the rest had made. A boy with wiry ginger hair came running up to the gang with an armful of dried grass, scattered it round the base. They were experts in building bonfires and light a shite. We're the only Catholic family in my street and the gang had played their version of chap door run at my front door. They'd wrapped a duck's job in newspaper, set it on fire and posted it through a letterbox. The gang waited behind a row of lock-up garages until my dad went to the door and had to stamp out the burning newspaper. It was Sashi's son who shouted, "Yes, yeah, smelly, Fenian bastard! and my dad opened the door noticed its his foot was cape and crap. My dad tried to chase him down the street, but the job he stuck to the sole of his slipper made him go flat in his arse and made everything worse. The gang nearly wet themselves laughing at him sprawled on the pavement. I couldn't go out to play for days, but they knew I was still in there. They just had to wait a bit longer before they could batter me again. I wanted to run as much as I needed to pee. Ian Stovies didn't seem so bad now. I kept my head down as I got nearer, hoping they'd be too busy with a bonfire to notice me. A teacher, I remembered at school, tell her class the story of St Lawrence. He was tied on top of an iron grill, and they roasted him like a chicken. Prayed that they didn't get tell the same Bible stories at the Prodigy School. Could the gang really smell a Catholic for six feet away? As I got closer, they looked up for their smouldering bonfire. Get in the smell of me, I felt the first match land on the back of my head, and I ran full pale up Spen Street as if Buster was chasing me with his teeth on Mars. Catholics didn't just stink of dug shit. You smell of burning hair too. By the time my gran cut out the singed bit of hair, the stovies were stuck to the bottom of the pot. My gran scraped the stovies into the pedal bin on top of the handful of burnt hair, lying, curled up like a wee moose, sleeping in amongst the tatty peelings. I didn't even have to ask for a chalk ice. She gave me a handkerchief. wheel. I used it to wipe the ice cream off my chin. I was not going to greet. I'm no a big wain.